bitches bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Bailey. I'm Erica. And guys, we're doing dating pod number two. Woo woo. Dose. Dose. Yeah, you guys, thanks for the response on the, the first dating episode. You guys are awesome. You guys loved it. This is like a second date that I almost never have. Like, oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> first of all, that is not true. It is 100% true for me. Me too. That's true. You, 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 yeah. I got a lot of first dates. Don't get a lot of second dates. <laughs> yeah you had two first dates that's i you, also had two yeah. first dates yes that's true that's very true um yeah people thanks for your comments on the dating yeah, yeah i feel like people a lot of people lot listen of to thoughts. it multiple times <laughs> <laughs> it's so real it's so real um okay one of the things that we didn't talk about last time that i had wanted to talk about but we i just got so caught up in like the excitement totally is the experience of dating as a person of color (laughs) erica has a lot of thoughts right now um well you guys i explained my first like date my worst first date last time uh yeah and like generally dating is awful for people of color um and online dating is even worse oh god yeah like i used to be on okcupid and tinder and bumble and the number of times i would get messages saying like oh like what are you Mm. you're so exotic looking oh no they totally yellow fevered you they yellow fevered the shit out of me that's gross that's so gross and then i'd like clap back (laughs) as you do what are you a human (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually a pod person your worst nightmare sometimes (laughs) sometimes those questions came later in the conversation so i would maybe depending on how the conversation had been going would give them a little bit more slack yeah Um, because a lot of people don't recognize that asking someone what they are or where they come from is racist yeah that's true or has racist undertones yeah so i would try just because like it's awkward online yeah yeah um yeah you're right like you can't necessarily know if they're like just being a racist dick or if they are being racist but don't realize it's racist and they just are genuinely curious. Yeah. 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 So uh, there's a lot of coded language for people of color to deal with in dating. Mm. I um, stayed away from online dating uh, for this year. I was on Match.com for like a minute once. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, this is just no. I, like, <laughs> I just genuinely, I don't like online dating. I like I just I think that the commoditization of people is wrong and in general I just don't like it but on the other hand I also believe that you know you meet people where you meet people and if it's online more power to you man I shouldn't even talk actually well Well, you didn't meet you weren't on a dating site I wasn't on a dating site online well apparently messenger is now a like messenger is yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've read a few things lately about on Twitter and a bunch of stories. Um, what happens when, as a person of color, when you're out on a date with someone 
you know, maybe it's a first date, maybe it's several dates in, when you realize they're kind of racist. I more realize they're kind of clueless. But I kind of go in kind of assuming that. (laughs) Sorry. But when you, when, when, if I'm, okay, if I'm going on a date with a white dude, I, we've had some sort of probably personal interaction. Actually, online dating is how I protect myself, to be honest. Like, not being online as a person of color in a Mm. dating, in a dating way, that's how I protect myself. Mm -hmm. Because when Mm. I go out on a date, it means that I've met this guy and I've gotten a good, like, I've I've read him. Yeah, you get a sense of... I get a sense of where he's coming from, who he is, da-da-da-da. We probably talked for at least 15, 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And this is why I don't do online dating, is because I don't want that kind of abuse. I get it enough online. I don't need more abuse in, like, a a more, even more sensitive and vulnerable position. Yeah. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. That's basically me. Yeah, and whereas, like, I don't necessarily like chatting to people if I'm not in the mood in, like, a social setting that's got a little bit better for me. Mm-hmm. I can kind of respond when I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm lazy. Um, but there is, there's a conversation I saw on Twitter where this guy was talking about dating, and he said that at what point, when you're a black person in this instance, do you ask them if their family owned slaves? And then what do you do with that information? I I... I mean, he was American, obviously. I've never asked that question. (laughs) Even when I was dating in Texas, I I never asked that question. I feel like you kind of assumed that they did. And then then what do you do? Like, do you... They're white in America. I'm sure that they somehow have furthered white supremacy along the way. Mm -hmm. Because they're white. In America, just like being white in Canada kind of comes with some, you know, yeah, with some assumptions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when now, if you're an immigrant to Canada or an, a white immigrant to Canada or a white immigrant to America, your parents were, that's a different story. But, you know, that kind of, but then that, it's so, okay. It's so funny because I find that me, I as somebody who is... Um, a child of immigrant parents, I find that I can really relate to white children of immigrant parents. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's where I find like a lot of of common ground, right? Mm -hmm. So in going back to like the whole slavery thing, I guess, I mean, who didn't? Like that's my, I I don't know if that's a I think, too, as a person of color, you're, like, all of a sudden you have to look at dating in such a more political way. Like, I I read that book um, by Torre called Who's Afraid of Post-Blackness. It was really good, but he talks about how he fell in love with a white woman, and for a long time he had to, like, think that as a black man fighting white supremacy, like, like... Ugh, now I'm going to be with a white girl like after like and you know and black women have struggled for so long and like there's so, I struggle you know, with it yeah like you know so um so he had to really like examine that for himself and like you know then it's kind of like do you do you come to the conclusion where you're making the political choice not to date white people because they probably have a history of owning mm-hmm. slaves and you're just not okay with it <clears throat> and you, you want to lift up other races or do you 
just have to resign the, yourself to the fact that you're going to love who you love. Well, that is a personal choice. Yeah, yeah and I think there's yeah. like a lot of different ways you can go with the whole slaves thing is like do the is the person know do they acknowledge that mm-hmm. that oppression or do, are they willfully blind do they not know or do yeah. they not care yeah i think yeah. of i think of 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 this in a suite as sort of continuum right like does does how is this person general ge- generally talking to you about race yeah, yeah. right in general just in general and is how are they because people can surprise you in terms positively and negatively Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the people that you think should be like more racist you're like wow I'm actually finding common ground with you because now we're into personal relationships Mm -hmm. and personal relationships dealing with race is different from your institutional sort of macro lens right so how is this person talking to you about who you are and that's just in general too i think Mm -hmm. it's like how are they approaching this are they approaching this from a point of view where it's like okay i'm curious you're here i want to i i just want to know you know or are they coming into it with I'm this. Like, I had a guy tell me once on a date that um, he understands discrimination. And I was like, oh, God. And this was, like, a liberal, (laughs) progressive white guy. And I was just like, oh, here it comes. And I had to be the cool black girl. Mm. Not had to be. I didn't have to be. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't want to be completely pissed off the entire evening, I had to swallow it and continue. Yeah. You gotta kind and of... that's my burden. That is the burden. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the cool black girl, we uh, you shared a, a, an article with us the other day about the myth or not being the cool black girl anymore and making that that choice, where this girl woman was on a on a date, a first date, I believe. She was on a first date with and... a guy who had a Confederate tattoo. Oh man. Yeah. And uh, it was of the flag. And he was very honest and for upfront with it and said the one embarrassing thing about me. He was very sheepish. Said I have a Confederate flag tattoo. Wow. Well, well, he better get that thing removed. <laughs> yeah. And then because that's gonna cause him some issues. Well, and he his argument was like, oh, I got it like when I was it was ten years ago. I was like twenty, and I got it as a symbol of my Texan pride. And her comment was, then why didn't you get it? tattoo of the texas flag yeah or texas <laughs> yeah the it's state. a very shape yeah, yeah. it's like a, there's a lot of identifiable shape texas like totally. tattoos totally. totally there's like t-shirts and all sorts of yeah anyway, and then she had to tell him following the date that she didn't want to see him because of the tattoo yeah and because he may not have those beliefs every time she sees it it's a reminder of oppression yeah 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 and yeah. like you know what? There are places that will cover up your racist tattoos for free. Yeah. You should take advantage of those. So if you don't have those beliefs anymore, then get a different symbol of your Texan pride. Yeah. But the, his reaction was as though the onus was on her to just understand and that this fine. was a youthful folly of his. Yep. And that's what I didn't appreciate. And that's in terms of white guys dating black girls, that's what they do. They totally are like, they put the onus on you 
to absolve them of the guilt of their own racism. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I can't even. And liberal white guys, lefty white guys are the worst for this. They are the worst. They totally project their own racism onto you or their own like discriminatory beliefs onto you and want you to absolve them of their own guilt and of their own racism. Well, I also find that progressive white guys are also the ones who fetishize race. Yeah, they totally do. Yes. I've dated two white guys quite seriously who only dated Asian girls. Mm -hmm. And then one of them, after we broke up, started dating his now wife and said that, oh, like, he posted on Facebook, oh, you know, people tell me I have yellow fever, ha, 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 as if it was some sort of fucking joke. Well, yeah, that's fucking racist. Yeah, it is racist. And like, I It's also not funny. No, it's not funny. And I feel like people don't understand, like, the histories of where these things come from. Like, to fetishize, like, Asian women is, like, from this whole, like, culture of concubines and conquering and, and colonialism. And, like, you know, when you fetishize, like, a Pocahontas, like, that's, there, there's 1,200 missing and murdered indigenous women in Canada. Like, and they're murdered and missing because there are costumes called Pocahontas. Like, there is an intrinsic relationship. You know, it's well, it's a continuum, like you said, it's yeah. not discrete. And people treat these things as though they're they're singular, discrete events, which means they do not see the pattern. Yeah. And their inability to see the pattern is what keeps them from actually acknowledging and understanding race well, and, the thing is and that- gender and everything or, you know, everything when you else. ask these guys, you know, what they like about dating Asian women or black women. They're like, oh, like their skin tone and their lips and like all of these like racialized features instead of, you know, black women, they're always very strong and independent. They know what they want. They're, you know, I want to, I like that environment. And like, they don't put that sort of positive social spin on it. They always use a racial spin. It's because their understanding of us is that limited. Yeah. And they don't bother to get to know us any other way. Yeah. And I feel like if white guys actually grew up in racialized communities, white guys who grew up in racialized communities are different. Yep. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah. You're just like, oh, my God, you're treating me like a person, <laughs> like an equal. Oh, my God. You're yeah. not telling me yeah. who I am, who I should act like, what I should be. And you're not projecting racial shit onto me. We're actually just talking about the about football. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But women do this, too. Yeah. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, there are white we... women who fetishize Particularly black men. men. Yes. Yeah. They call them daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is gross. It's so gross. Ugh. And, like, I call my father daddy. So, like, please don't fuck up daddy for me, everybody. It's just easier to say than dad. <laughs> I think Aaron's face. Is it? I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Well, you know, Ivanka Trump calls Donald Trump daddy. Okay, well, now it is fucking ruined. (laughs) God. Hi, Dad. (laughs) You and your sister are going to be like, Dad. Yeah, our father is going to be like, why why didn't you stop calling me daddy? And I'll have to be like, Trump ruined it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. White girls who want to fuck black dudes. Like, I don't know, daddy, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much wrapped into that. I don't even Uh. want to unpack it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, white women, we talked about this on the 
on the podcast before. White mm-hmm. women have a tendency to fetishize black men with their own internal racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have these, um, uh, they have, they, they either form long-term relationships or don't and have children. And then the children, they impose their internalized racism onto their children. And that is what, by the way, the New York Times had a great article this week about the awakening of Colin Kaepernick. Mm. And because, you know, he was raised by, by white, white people, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And his mother his mother like publicly excoriated him for sitting down for the flag hmm. for the for wow. the anthem not the flag the anthem and i was like i remember reading and i i thought oh my god you're a racist yeah his mother is a racist so if you want to know what um a racist white woman who had sex with a black man and then had a black baby sounds like that's calling kaepernick's mom and but the beautiful part of it's just it's just a beautiful story about how he grew into his own sense of what his blackness was Mm. and what it meant to him and how I guess his parents helped him with that I'm guessing Mm -hmm. and it was a I I truly it's called the awakening of Colin Kaepernick it's a wonderful wonderful story okay that's my piece so I guess kind of basically cool black dating dating is awful yeah, yeah. Um, online dating is worse. Online dating is brutal. Uh, well, there's the story of the girl who, when she was given a compliment, uh, she she made the decision to yes. just be like, "Thank you." And dudes, which is lost like their what shit. I do all the time when me someone too. compliments me. That's what we're told to by be etiquette polite. books to do. Yeah, you're supposed to say thank you. Yeah, when, when my boyfriend and I are going for dinner, and I'm like, "Oh, you look very handsome." He's like, "Oh, you look so beautiful." Yeah. Actually, he says pretty, but whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I say, too. Sometimes so I say, don't hap- I look beautiful? Yeah. And then he says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when she when she said thank you to her, the compliments that she was given online, dudes lost their shit and were like, okay, well, you don't have to be a bitch about it. And it was like, well, what? I said thank you. <laughs> she said thank you. What, is she, what, what, yeah. what more is she supposed to say? Sorry. Well, sorry. In in their defense, she, some of the comments were like she would get were you are gorgeous, and she would reply yes, which is kind <laughs> of a dick thing to say. You can just have like write thank you or yeah, thanks. Yeah. I say cheers or like yes, thank you. I think as long as it's followed up with a thank you. I know, like a yes is weird. A yes is kind of a dick thing to write, period, to anything. Like if if you're online with somebody and you're trying to have a conversation and they just write back yes, I would just be like, mm, end the okay. conversation. Guess you're not interested. Yeah. Um, but like I guess in her defense, I'm gonna play all sides here. <laughs> Guys who start conversations in online dating while online dating with "you are beautiful" or "you are gorgeous." Where are you expecting this conversation to go? Yeah, exactly. It's not a good way to... I'm going to go, thanks, end of conversation. Or like, do you want me to be like, ew, no, I'm not? Like, because I'm not going to say What do you that. want me to say? You are so handsome and I want to fuck you? Because a yeah. lot of the time, no. 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 So what is the appropriate... Res- like, I guess a thank you and then a question about him? Like, I say cheers. Sometimes. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Someone's like, you're beautiful, and you're like, cheers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> cheers. 
It's like thank you and yes rolled into one. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel no way about it. Because I'm like this. This is my thing. Some guy is some guy's telling you you're beautiful online. He's not there to be your friend. That's true. He that's will true. be sending you a dick pic real soon. Yeah. And also, so that's why I say cheers. Also, how and many I move other on. women is he telling are beautiful? Well, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? It's not the first time. So don't well, act like I need to suck your dick. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. also I'm like, okay, well, obs, I picked like, I carefully curated the pictures that you're seeing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I look fucking beautiful. I didn't pick the ones that I take at night where I'm like, look at the zit. You mean my face mask? Yeah, like I I curated what you see. That's why they're on Instagram stories and they disappear. Exactly. I have a brand. Yeah. (laughs) It's self-deprecating. Exactly. So, so yeah, online dating is is terrible. But like, like if she's getting a bunch of these, like think about the response. She could have been like, "Oh, thanks, you and every other guy on this app." Yeah, thanks. Everyone says that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I would just have it on clipboard. Well, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Paste, paste, paste. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's like, well, where do you want this conversation to go now? Like, like, like. Note to men do not start a conversation with a strange person with you are beautiful. Yeah. Or, hey. Oh my God, the hey. This is what I get on Messenger all the time. Hey. 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 I am in my. Uh, someone's hey. into my DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Hey. Hey. One request. Hey. 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 You know who you are? I, I have no idea. No. Nope. Hey. Varun Kale. Hi. Hey. He's single. <laughs> He's fit. His birthday is the 22nd of is October. Is that his? Oh my God. Is that his Instagram profile? His bio? Eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. Oh. Hold, hold on. Oh God! Break my heart once. I'll break your bones twice. Oh wow! Oh, so now he's violent? In an Instagram bio? You know what? Listen, who the hell is raising these dudes? And you know what's shitty about that? Mm. Like that's that's scary to me. Like that is scary. Actually, kind of scary. But like, if you reported that on Instagram, they wouldn't. They'd be like, "Why are you being dramatic?" And it'd be like, "This guy, like, he wants to conquer me, and if I hurt him, he's gonna break my bones not once but twice." Like that's that's, violent. Like that is violent. Anyway. Okay, yep. why is he, why are we? Hey. You know what? Okay. Let's not normalize that kind of violence. Okay? No, that's let's just not violent. do that. Ew. Hey. Hey. Okay. Oh. Uh, so we got another email from an amazing listener, Crystal. Hey, hey Crystal. Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Um, we miss you. Yeah, we totally. You. Why did you move to Toronto? Gross. Because it's. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just kidding. She wrote us an email. Erin's going to read it. Okay. So she writes, I've been struggling with a dilemma. I am incredibly lucky to have many woke women and men, but mostly women, in my life who over the past few years have opened my eyes to the ways of feminism, cultural appropriation, and what it means to be an ally to all people in any form of minority. This has led me to become a more outspoken and very vocal woman. Here's the dilemma. While I am very proud of my ability to call people out when they are being dickheads, afterwards there's always this look. I know you know the one I'm referring to. It's that look of, oh, here she goes again, eye roll. We do that all the time Mm -hmm. about not all men. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Uh, it almost always makes me feel like maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe I shouldn't be so vocal in my defensive minorities or when people say things like, that's so gay or you're so retarded. Yeah. I know that what I'm doing is the right thing to do, but I fear it makes me unattractive to others and more specifically to those I might be attracted to in a romantic way. Am I doomed to be the single girl forever unless I shut up and sit down? I will also point out for those who don't know me that I have short hair, prefer jeans and tank tops, and can frequently be found rocking various pairs of Converse, so I'm not media friendly, the media-friendly version of beauty and feminism. Okay. Hi, Crystal. <laughs> so Crystal and I had a couple of exchanges about this before she wrote the email, so yeah. I'm just going to retell what I said to her. And I said to her, well, I... Basically, I knew there was a reason that she chose. <laughs> She's like, she said this to me. Crystal, everybody will tell you that you can't find a man. Trust. People told me that for years. That I should be more, less vocal. Yeah. Not as angry. Not not so difficult. Oh, Language. The, mm-hmm. I don't understand mm-hmm. why you're so difficult. Let me give you an example of how my of well, you guys have heard me for you for weeks. So, <laughs> but let me give you an example anyway. And let me tell you that I know what you mean, and I I've totally just worked myself out of working with any of these people in the future. So, I was. This is when I used to work um, at my. Uh, my old job and a bunch of us went out for drinks for beers after and I was saying something about Canada and uh, it wasn't positive it was negative and how dare you how, how dare, dare I dare you and he ba- and I had a colleague a work colleague basically tell me that well I don't understand why you don't like Canada which I never said I didn't like Canada by the way um like, why don't you just move somewhere else if you don't like it? And Ugh. I lost my shit on him. And by the way, all the white people at that table were complicit and said nothing again. Mm-hmm. So I became the big bad black girl mm-hmm. insofar as I'm pretty sure that I can never work with those people again. Wow. Yeah. Because I became the big bad bad black girl for calling people out. And then... Everybody else was mad at me. Because yeah. you made it uncomfortable? Because I made it uncomfortable it's for your them. your responsibility as the right. woman of color to make sure everyone is okay and comfortable with the Yeah, the cool topic. black girl that we talked about, yeah, right? Exactly. Any person of color. Any, yeah, right. The cool, insert, marginalized community here person, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. So, um... I guess what I'm trying to say is this. People will tell you that um, you're not good enough in some sort of way, shape, or form. They will always tell Crystal, if they were telling you that you aren't good enough because of this, it would have been like your hair. It would have been like you're not skinny enough. It would have been something, something, something. So mm-hmm. fast forward like a year from there, and, he, and so I'm dating somebody, and... Um, I told somebody that I knew 
I was like, yeah, you know, did it a boyfriend? And she's like, oh my gosh, you're dating somebody? I'm like, yeah, it's been like a while though. So <laughs> like, it's not new. And she's like, she's like, oh my gosh. She says, well, he must be some kind of man to be able to handle you. I was like, bitch, what? What am I, an ogre? Really? Because oh, that the fuck was that? Yeah. And I was just like, and I know she didn't mean it that way. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. understand, but it was it what it did, it <clears throat> did ruffle my feathers. Even though I no said nothing. No fucking kidding. So, yeah. all this to say is a um, if if no, there is somebody for everybody. I don't care who you are, Crystal. There is a guy out there who will see your fucking awesome hairstyle because you know i love an undercut yeah that platinum blonde hair with those baby blue eyes and be like that is the woman for me and he won't be a racist and if he he is he won't mind hearing it or a misogynist yeah yeah or if he has some like like views where you're like then he's willing to adjust yeah. And that is the material. You're not going to get anybody who's perfect up front. No. Yeah. So my thing is, I just want to tell Crystal and anybody else out there who does not fit the mold, especially if you're outspoken, people will always tell you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. They will always. But on the other hand, so let me preface, let me assuage this by saying that you also can't fight every battle. Yeah. Yeah. Some things you're yeah. going to have to let slide. Yeah. Because your mental health is more important. Yeah. So I, I talked about my to, about this with my boyfriend and um, I said, I asked him, you know, how he would react in kind of like a first kind of date meeting context if someone had called him out. And he was like, people don't like being called out very aggressively. Yeah. When you, particularly when you don't know them. Yeah. And you're trying to get into a romantic context. He's like, he's like, my advice would be like, pick your battles. Like, yeah, there's a spectrum of of you know sexism and racism where like some things you definitely 100 percent call out right away but others you become you have to create that trust you have to see that they're learn willing to learn Mm -hmm. and become better yeah yeah which is only gonna go with time but it doesn't doesn't say like pretend to be someone you're not yeah Yeah. exactly yeah it's a balance and it's different for everybody because we all have things that we will put up with and things that we won't. Yes. Yeah. But I, like, me right now, I don't, I pick my battles. And yeah. and to be honest, in a relationship, you do pick your battles. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I always, like, I mean, I usually start early on in a date, too, by saying that I'm a feminist. And it's easy for me to say that because of the work that I do. Like, it's a, like, I'm not just like, hi, my name's Bailey, I'm a feminist. Well, uh, like, you probably <laughs> also guess because you have short hair. Yeah, because I have short hair. Uh, yeah, well, part of my head's shaved, so apparently... Yeah. I'm the uber lesbian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, th- yeah, and actually, yeah, that's always weird when people just assume that because you have short hair too and you're like, that has nothing to do with anything. No, it doesn't. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'll like say that I'm a feminist right? and then they're like, oh, you're a feminist and then I'll be like, aren't you? But I say it like in a funny, like flirty way. Like I'm like, aren't you a feminist? Because you're a dude. You should be a feminist too. And then like, a lot of, kind of like, I have a lot of thoughts on like men identifying as feminists. Well, it, they don't have to identify as a feminist, but that gives you a good feeling out. Like if they're just like, 
no and feminism stupid and so like what are it. women you know complaining about but there there can be dudes who are like well i wouldn't call myself a feminist but you know you, and then you, they, and yeah you believe in the general yeah yeah of yeah yeah i i think you bring up an excellent way to judge people and yeah. the and it's the way they talk around about the subject yeah. It's not necessarily whether or not they identify as a fem. Yeah. Nobody would really identify as a racist to a black woman or yeah, feminine yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or like, you know, a misogynist to a feminine, you know, like, I mean, yeah. but it's how they talk about the subject, how they talk about women, how they refer to the women in their lives. It's very ladies, ladies. I just this is what I've learned. I will pro tip. Listen to the way a man talks about the women in his life. Listen to the way he talks about his mother. Listen to the way he talks about his sisters. Listen to the way he talks about... His exes. His exes. When as, a guy yeah, is like, yeah. my ex is crazy, for me, that's a yeah, huge that's, red flag. That's, I'm like, that's, yeah. there can't be that many crazy or women that out bitch. there. Yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, even, yeah, yeah. you know, because guess what? They're respectful men out. That's how you judge a man's respect for women yeah. as a whole, yeah. is really how they talk about their mother and their exes. Yeah. yeah. More, less than the sister. But yeah. the mother and the exes are very important so listen to the language he uses to talk about is the ex a bitch is she mm-hmm. a crazy bitch yeah is she the one who ruined his life is she did she you know or is she somebody who it just didn't work out with yeah exactly you know um even if she is a crazy bitch <laughs> like, you know yeah, like he, she can still be a crazy bitch but he still has to take ownership for like what happened in the relationship yeah and yeah and he on her yeah. and he can't some talk women are crazy but you know yeah. what you know what the sick thing is i've heard men talk about their wives to strangers in disparaging Ew, ways I hate, that. The I worst. hate that. and i've heard that from women too <clears throat> who talk about their husbands in disparaging ways yeah. to strangers. When they're like, I can just tell him what to do and he does anything I ask. And it's like, Don't, why are you talking about your husband like that? Yeah, Come like on. why are you trying to make him sound like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to be with somebody that I don't see myself A, as an equal to. Yeah. Or where like we're not like kind of moving in the same direction. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I hear people talk about their the people they're dating and I'm just like, or, or no, mostly it's married people, to be honest. The dating yeah. people are still fairly happy. Yeah. my this, Somebody asked me once, like, oh, well, like, what do you want in your relationship, like, in your life, in your marriage or whatever? And I was like, I just don't want that husband that goes to the moxies after work with his, like, work buddies. And, Ew. Like, just sticks in the moxies, like, all night long, like, chatting at the waitresses. Like, yeah. please, I, that's the, I just, please nope. just don't do that. Nope. <laughs> you know? Nope. Like, don't be a douchebag. You yeah. know, and that's, you know? that's like. What a low bar. What a low bar. <laughs> I'm like, this is all I want. <laughs> no, but even that's, like, a thing because, like, I, <laughs> the amount of dudes who are, like, Ooh, let's go to Moxie. Let's go to Mill Street right after work, and they're pounding back the pints. And they're, and they're just w- avoiding going home. Like, yeah, just it's avoiding like avoiding going home to their wives. Yeah, and their children. And I'm just that they fucking should be taken care of. Right? Maybe that's why the marriage ain't so great. Yeah, like yeah, your wife probably doesn't want to fuck you because she is exhausted, and you're a dick, <laughs> and you chat up the Moxie's waitresses. Don't or do 20. that. Yeah, or twenty. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you take your family-earned money and tip that bitch extra. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So anyway, hopefully we answered your question, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think there's one more thing Bailey wanted to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about poop. <laughs> because this week there was a Tinder date that went horribly awry. They were they had a great date. Then she went to his house. They they were watching a show and she went to the bathroom and she had a poop in the bathroom. And it didn't flush, which is like my legit worst nightmare of life. Like I can't even I can't even. And so she finally she she couldn't get it to flush, so she picked it up and threw it out the window. <laughs> Which, legit, I feel you. Like, I have, in my mind, been there. And <laughs> Like, and, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, I guess the way these this window was set up is that it just, it just bounced right back and went oh, down into the... Oh, it was one of those ones that opened the, underneath? Yes, yeah. exactly. And then it just went down into, like, this nook between the wall oh my and the gosh, window or whatever. No. And the toilet. And, yeah, so she was, like, she finally had to confess. So she said she came out of the bathroom to the guy and she was, like... I just pooped in your toilet, and it didn't flush, and so I threw it out the window, but it bounced back, and I can get it out from where it is. Also, I just, like, as I'm telling the story, I feel like she has a very fibrous diet. Like, this is a well-composed poop. But anyway, <laughs> she, she threw it out the window. So then she was like, I can get it. I just need your help to, like, get, like, if you just lift me up, I'll dangle down in between the two windows pull up the poop and then we'll get rid of it or whatever so the guy was like okay so he he goes with her they get her in between the walls uh and then she gets stuck oh so he obviously takes a picture of her stuck in between the windows oh my god and tries to get her out he can't they have to call the fire people they came they got her out of the window i guess the couple's still together my question is, though, do you poop on a date? Do you poop when the other person's around? I don't. I, I've dated someone for, like, two years, and I've still, I still... You've can't. never pooped around him? No. <gasps> I can't. I can't. Really? So, or, like, if I... Oh, and I hope... Don't listen anymore. Turn off the podcast, Roland. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, like, if I do, sometimes then I'll, like, pour a bath and then stay in the bathroom for, like, 25 minutes until it's, Oh, like, until it stops until smelling. Until it doesn't seem yeah. like I pooped in Okay. So, yeah. Because you love a bath. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love baths. So, I, like, have a poop in a bath. It's great. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, what, where are you guys on poop? We were having this conversation uh, in another chat group that I'm part of, and we were saying, like, it's feminist to poop. You should poop, and I just can't do it. So I would used to like turn the faucet on. Like I know a lot of girls like turn the faucet yeah, on, even just yeah. to go pee. But yeah. I would do it to poo. But now, like my boyfriend is staying in my bachelor apartment with me. Yeah, so while he's visiting, so everyone poops. Then, like, not only that, you've been dating for how long? Two over two years. Over two years, yeah. And so, like, oh well, in, you- <laughs> in his apartment um, in America. They like you can hear everything in, in the apartment at all times. They're oh. literally we have no secrets. Wow, we're post secret. Wow, yeah, or there too. We're post privacy. <laughs> wow, yeah, we're post privacy too. I yeah. don't even say poop around Roland. 
Okay, we've never we're even gonna, alluded to can it. Can we just, we'll start there. <laughs> now I just talk about poo all the time. Oh, no! No, but I've also reason- never tooted in front of him. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, first of all, it's called farting. <laughs> I can't say fart. It's the grossest word. I can't say That's it. That's the grossest word? You know what's even grosser? Cervical mucus. <laughs> oh my god. We're going to get an, uh, an X rating on this podcast now. Um, no. X rated. So, <laughs> because I have a lot of like dietary things that make my stomach upset. Yeah. So like depending on how bad it is, I'll be like, Paul, I have to go poo. Oh my if god. We're out, if, we're, if we're out and I like eat You'll something bad it? for me, I'm like, Paul. Oh. There's a poop coming. <laughs> I totally, yeah. My mm-hmm. favorite thing is to go to a restaurant to that has, get- yeah, that has a women's washroom and a men's washroom so I can go and have a poop. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just, otherwise, I can't. Uh, then there was one time, like, Paul, Paul was sitting on the on the sofa, and I was, like, straddling him, facing him. We were just, like, talking, because I like being, like, really close to him. Which is, like, you know, this is odd for somebody. And just, like, inappropriately, like, in his face. And we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, farted, but I didn't think it was, like, it, like, made no noise. Yeah, so and you didn't just, think anybody noticed. And he's, like, did you just fart on me? <laughs> Oh my god! One time I farted on a date, and he never called me again, and I'm convinced that's why. It snuck out. It snuck out, and I just pretended I didn't do anything. But everyone heard it. I we both heard it, and it wasn't him, so it had to have been me. Release the flow, Bailey. Release the flow. What did the, you say the, when he was like, "Did you fart on me?" Were you? Well, like, I was yes? like, "Yeah." <laughs> he did he feel like a gust of hot air? <laughs> He just, like, felt on his leg. <laughs> so what was I supposed to say? No, I didn't. <laughs> I would have said no. And then, and then I looked at him, and he's trying not to laugh. And I'm, like, also trying not to laugh. And it was just... No. There is a, a spooning position that I immediately remove myself from because I was farted on. Oh. <laughs> did you feel the puff? I did. And I was just like, what? What? <laughs> And so now, I never get into that position again. You, yeah, don't be the big spoon. No, no. But like, what about queefing? Well, I mean, sometimes that happens. <laughs> sometimes that happens, and it's so beyond your control. Wait, what's, the, di- wait, what's like the difference? When your vagina farts. Oh, oh, that happens all the but time. But that happens like yeah. when air gets pushed. Yeah, in I mean, no, doesn't no, that? Like, I feel like that then it's like, wait, like, wait. It sounds worse sometimes. Because usually I'm having sex at the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's like they have to take ownership. That yeah, the they have to take ownership. The thank in you. There. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bailey. They have to take ownership for that. <laughs> it was all your fault. Like, yeah, like I I'm sometimes like, want to be like, well, you, you, know, you did the pushing of the air. I, I have to say, I have to say. <laughs> actually, there's, this is a lot of information. But I have to say, it's very, like, between us, it's very, um, it's very like living with a nurse. You know how you live with a nurse and they'll just talk about like bodily functions or whatever? Yeah. Like we don't we don't have conversations about bodily functions, but it's like he's like it's a normal part of of body functions and I'm like, "All right, yeah. fine." Fine. Well, to my knowledge, I've also never like been not... pooped around or farted around. See, but I like the fact that there's like a freedom in that. 
because you don't uh, have to yeah. worry. You don't so have to. You don't still. So yeah, you're so you're innocent. not you if you can't poop in front of no, your. No, that's what brunches she takes are for. Baths <laughs> every night. I have a bath every single night. So it's a she good cover. Goes to the library. Mm. <laughs> yes, we are. She falls asleep in sex. <laughs> Just a snooze. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fucking snooze. I feel like I feel like there's some Benjamin Button something going on here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's on that note. Well, Yay! there's a lot of sharing. There's a lot of sharing. There, wow, we, we shared a poop. lot. I'm glad we talked about it. I better, I had better, better, better prep. Yeah, same. I'll be like, same. okay, go so home. I edited the dating podcast. <laughs> I go home. Hey, babe. So just ends up. <laughs> In fact, I've texted him. <laughs> like I said, I hope Roland, you're not listening to this. I hope this got turned off a long time ago. I'm going to tell him not to listen to this one. If, uh, Which if means not, he'll listen. If not, then you're broken up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be single in the next edit. Single. <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll do we'll do like a bachelorette, a oh baby bachelorette. <laughs> but we'll pick the guys. We'll we'll do the like we get to pick. Okay. <laughs> Send in your woke dude bachelor applications. Yeah. But not really. But not really. Oh, or you can send them in for Crystal if you're yeah. in Toronto. Send them in for oh, Crystal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you in Toronto? You want to date Crystal? You're in Toronto? You're a woke dude? You want to date Crystal? Yo, Crystal's cool as up. shit, man. So yeah, she, she we recommend. And wakeboarding. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. And she does she does amazing hair. Yeah. Gave yeah, Bailey does. her pixie. Yeah. Yep. Best so pixie there you ever. go. Yep. Um, okay. Well, cool. Thanks. Well, thanks, guys. That was <laughs> fun. <laughs> And it was something. And an experience. It was Thanks exciting. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> Woo! Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod, on Facebook, uh, Bad Plus Bitchy Podcast, or Facebook.com forward slash Bad and B Podcast, because Facebook is approved. Uh, send us your dating questions, your other questions, things you want us to talk about. Uh, bad and B Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe and tell all your friends. Bye. Bye.